welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. So, yeah. Um, Next week is Dub Dub. I was gonna do like an introductions, <laughs> and it's been like forever. <laughs> okay, do an introduction. Uh, welcome to our show. I mean, welcome to our podcast. It's uh, it's been a while since the last time I did an introduction. I'm Lynn, and this is Dimitri. Dimitri. We haven't recorded for six months, so it's, we're gonna be a little rusty. No, it's for people <laughs> who are just coming on, who just found out about our podcast. But I'm still gonna be rusty. It's been like a week. I don't know how. How to record podcasts anymore? <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> That's not what people do with podcasts. <laughs> oh, is there what's wrong? the premise? What's the premise of this podcast? Uh, I ask Dimitri questions, and then Dimitri would answer the question. <laughs> And that's the premise. And but why? But why? Because I'm uh, always asking him questions in real life. Like, why? How does this work? What is this? Like, you know, things like that. And Dimitri always has an answer. So this is so we made a podcast for it, to share that knowledge with everyone. Even though all of this knowledge, you can easily look it up online. But for some reason, it's in my head. It's in your head. And for some reason, I'd rather... Uh, take the easy way out. Uh, yeah, I'd rather uh, take the easy way out by just interrupting Dimitri, while, regardless of what he's doing, asking him that question rather than searching it online. Okay. Alright, so you said something at the beginning? Yeah, so with that premise in mind, I'm going to ask you a question. Sure. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most for Dub Dub this year? Oh, so what is what is Dub Dub? For anyone who doesn't uh, know, we are uh, developers, mainly for Apple's platform, and we make apps Yay. for a living for people or for ourselves, and... Uh, Dub Dub is once a once a year event, and it's actually short for WWDC, which stands for Worldwide Developer Conference. Dub Dub. So there's a hubbub going on in the tech industry. There's a hubbub with Dub Dub. There's a hubbub going on in the tech industry every year around this time, and it's Dub Dub. A hubbub with Dub Dub. A uh, hubbub Dub Dub. And uh, what it is, it's a, we, I know we did a podcast episode on this topic before, but it's been a year it's since been a we've year, been recording. So we're going to do it again because it's happening every year. <laughs> Happy one year. It, it's been a little bit more than one oh, year. It's, we already uh, did that. <laughs> yeah. It's like a year and like three months. As I said, it's been six months perceived time <laughs> since we last recorded. I don't know how the show works anymore. So dub dub is a conference that Apple hosts, used to host in like in San Ho- San San Jose, San Francisco for a while and so then it went to San Jose. It started right? in San Jose and then it went to San Francisco and oh. then it was back in San Jose and then COVID happened so it moved online and now it's 99% online but the first day is in uh, San Jose again. At... Just for this year. Just for yeah. this year. They decided to let's host a one-day event for Hopefully people. outdoors. Hopefully not a super spreader event for COVID. Who knows? But anyway, that's not the point here. Uh-huh. Uh, so 
people come usually come from all over the world, which is why it's worldwide, right? Mm-hmm. People from all over the world come to California pretty much for one week to meet with Apple employees to talk about stuff to you know share what they you know use Apple's platform for and you know just network. And so we're, it's happening again this year. So yeah. Yay. Yay. So what are you looking forward to? What do I look forward to? Um, I actually would like to go back in person one one day, but who knows if that's ever going to happen. Well, we could have done it this year, right? Yeah, so, I'm not going to go. So and... Apple had a, a little lottery for tickets, um, and they've had a lottery for the past few years because there's such a huge amount of interest, and there are traditionally just 5,000 spots. Um, I assume this year there's way less than 5,000 because they don't want this to become a super spreader event for COVID. Um, and COVID is on the rise. So uh, it's likely just going to be an outdoor one-day event where everyone can watch the keynote video together, probably on a screen, I'm guessing. Um, and yeah, be excited in person. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the extent of the in-person-ness this year. And it, I... Wonder if, like, in the coming years, it will be the same. Like, it'll just be a one-day in-person event, and the rest will just be online, because it is much more accessible to everyone now that it is online. Because it used to be just 5,000 people used to go, and if you were lucky enough to win a 1 in 5,000 ticket, you had a $1,600 conference ticket that you needed to pay. And that's not including hotels. No, I was about to like say. Transportation so, so next up, for those who have not been keeping up with what hotels in San Jose during conference season cost, it's about three to $500 a night for the most basic hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not talking about uh, Hilton. I'm talking about Best Western yeah. Uh, like, and that's not even a hotel. That's a motel. Like, there's well, it's it's not hotel. Motel Six. Like that <laughs> one's two hundred a night, uh, but it comes with the roaches. Uh, so uh, to to get rid of the roaches, it's it's on the order of three to five hundred a night, and that's for a full week. Um, yeah. So it's it's very very expensive to go there, um, and a lot of people had to get visas just for that week. Um, so that made it super complicated. So. Now that they don't have to do all that, it's a lot easier. Um, it's a lot simpler to get uh, access to what Apple calls the labs, where you can get direct help from their employees to fix your issues. Um, and yeah. So you, you're you looking forward to going back in person one of these days once it's safe and all, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I wasn't gonna, you know put myself at risk knowing that like there's still cases of covid out there people are still dying from covid despite having the vaccine people can still catch it and spread it you know Mm -hmm. so it's better not to put myself in that situation yeah but i mean i loved it when i was there like the it was so lively you know everyone you pretty much have a 5,000 nerds just there together, just talking about technology, computers, sharing their interests, things that they built, you know, just networking. And like, it's just a crazy one week where you don't get much sleep, but it was just so fun. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so I really miss that. So that's one thing I like to look forward to in the future. But in terms of uh, WDC this year, like, I don't really know what I'm expecting because, you know, I'm sure there are rumors about what. So usually for the first, it's usually one week. The first day, there's something called a keynote, which is an event, pretty much like a press release, really. That for Apple to share like, oh, how well they are doing as a company. Usually a little bit How many bragging. stores did they open? Yeah. That's like the most boring part of it. Yeah, but they tend to brag a little bit. But the, the interesting part is usually like they would share new features that is going to come out with like the operating system for all the phones or the iPads or you know, all the products that they have, mm-hmm. what sort of new features they're adding, what sort of new products they're they're going to release, you know. So usually, like, you're expecting, like, oh, there's going to be a new laptop or a new iPad or whatever coming out. Mm-hmm. And then there's, and then the ending part is going to be, like, uh, software in terms of, like, the developer side, right? So, like, new frameworks that developers can use to develop better apps, for instance, right? So, but, like, that keynote is usually, like, very, it's not very, like, technical. So, it's for the general public. So, I I suggest, like, if anybody, like, if you don't know what it is, like, it's really interesting stuff. And it's, like, everyone who is, in like, who uses, like, you know, developers or Apple products or whatever tends to be, like, drawn to that because it's so exciting, you know? Mm -hmm. It's, like, oh, what kind of new toys is there going to be this year? Yeah. So... Do watch it. It's interesting to Yeah, so if you're listening to this episode when it comes out, like if you caught it just when it comes out, it's 5 a.m. Yeah. Uh, Pacific time on Monday. Uh, t- five hours from now, it's it's live. So yeah. at 10 a.m. Pacific, go to apple.com. There'll probably be a, a video that you can watch and you can watch it live and be excited with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's the first half of the day. What's the second half of the day? Uh, the second half is something called the State of the Union, right? Mm-hmm. Where... That's when they actually, it's very It's the nerdy keynote. It's the nerdy (laughs) keynote for actual developers. They'll introduce new frameworks, new, um, what's it, like, new... Functionality in Xcode. Yeah, new things that you can use as a developer to, like I said, to make better apps, to improve and such. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I guess one thing I'm, I'm looking forward to is, uh... Maybe they could improve Xcode. So Xcode is a software that we all use to write code and build our apps. And they came out with something called Swift UI. Three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah, at the same... When you were at. When I was at the 2019 uh, conference where they they introduced uh, Swift UI, which is a framework... Yeah, so... That helps you build, like, user interface and stuff, mm-hmm. right? So, by user interface, you mean, like, the buttons and the text fields yeah. and the labels and yeah. everything that you look at when you look at an and app. So, and that you can interact with on a phone. That mm-hmm. is called user interface. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when they introduced that, it was really cool because it was, like, one of those things where you don't have... You can just say, like, I want a button. So... Here's a button. Mm-hmm. You know, when you you just tell it what you want and it kind of puts it there. Whereas before it would be like, okay, I want a button. 
what is the button? I have to tell the program what a button is, how big the button should be, what, you know, what it should look like. We're here and now it's like when you say a butt, when you sell it like, hey, give me a bun, it kind of gives you a bun. There's a bun front center of the screen. Yeah. It's like, I don't want it center. It's okay. Then you put it at the bottom yeah. and then you go that way rather than starting with nothing and then putting a whole lot of work and then it ending up somewhere and then you needed to yeah. position it. Yeah. So before Swift UI, it was more of like, you have to tell the program what a button is for it to then draw out what a button is based on your description, what a button is. But then here, they improved it so much that you, like, you could just say, I want a button. And long behold, there's a button, mm-hmm. you know? And then you, it, it just makes development very fast, especially if you're just prototyping. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. But the thing that I want improvement on is uh, something called a preview in Xcode, where it allows you to look at what the UI would be that you're building that you're building live so if you tweak one thing in code let's say I want my button to be red automatically within like one second the screen on the right will show you a red button if you want your text to be 20 points larger it will do that live right Mm -hmm. but the only problem is that only works when you have like very very simple minimalistic ui where you have like two things on there (laughs) but the moment you have like 10 buttons or like a text field it gets complicated and then it doesn't update anymore and it always crashes Mm -hmm. you know that is something i really like to have apple fix mainly because like i use swift ui as a tool to build apps because Mm -hmm. i i find it so fast and it, it kind of works with the way I think sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that's why. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else though. That's, I mean, a new funny. iPhone, I guess. But yeah, iPhone's later in the year. Yeah, iPhone always comes out around September. So there's, it's guaranteed there's always going to be a new iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, um, I guess if we want to be technical from developers point of view, like maybe better documentations, like whenever Apple comes out with like a new framework or a new library or a new tool of some sort, they would have a documentation, like a manual of like what this thing is, how to use it. But from Dimitri's uh, point of view, I guess like the documentation part has been, like degraded over time in a way where like they're not doing a very good job at it compared to what it used to be correct yeah so they're they're doing better and worse at the same time like they're doing better in terms of making sure that everything that is is being added is being documented uh and i mean that marginally better because it's only really half of everything that's being added that's being documented uh but uh, they're doing worse in the sense that in the past, whenever they had documentation, they had guides that went along with it to explore different ways of using something. Yeah, so um, examples, right? Not nec- not just examples, but like super common use cases. Like, hey, if you want to use a scroll view, inside of a scroll view, this is what it would look like. This is This is what it would look like. This is what you need to keep in mind um and all of that nowadays like good luck finding that information if it at all exists on apple's documentation sites probably going to come up in stack overflow which is a website that uh a whole bunch of programmers kind of 
got together and asked questions. And if your question is similar to a question someone else asked in the past two decades, then good luck. You have an answer. It's like Ask Jeeve. No, is that what it's called? Ask Jeeve back in like the 2000 or like those Yahoo answers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you just post a question. But it's just for on programmers. The, but this is just strictly for programming. Yeah. So generally, like any question you have, you will find a question on Stack Overflow that asks the same as that question. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully there's at least one good answer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's no good answer and that's like more problematic. But most of the time there's at least one good answer and that's generally useful. Yeah. So, yeah, better documentation, definitely. Especially for myself who just started programming. There's a lot that I don't understand. So reading something but at the end of it i don't understand what i'm reading or i don't know how to use something it's really pointless you know Mm -hmm. but it's not pointless it's just really not useful yeah it's frustrating too yeah so better i think better documentation would be nice Mm -hmm. Mm, what else Mm, i don't know i really can't think of any i haven't really been following any rumors so i really don't know what so to be a surprise expect. yeah which is the same thing i guess year. that's that's one thing to look forward to is being surprised right sure yeah yeah cool. i guess i guess better tools right better mm-hmm. tools in terms of like how to be a be- like a six su- a more successful developer perhaps Right, because I I feel like for a lot of developers who develop apps, they eventually want to go out on their own, not to really have to work for somebody and make their own products and put it on Apple's platform, which is Apple's App Store, and then hopefully it can be successful, right? But there's not a lot of resources or support, I feel like, coming from Apple towards, like, indie developers in general i mean there's a lot of like oh if you're a big corporation then you you have a better negotiating chance with apple but if you are a nobody who is just putting apps out there just on the app store there's really no representations right like no it's hard for people to know who you are Mm -hmm. so maybe better i don't know better support for little the little guys you know which i don't think will ever happen but i don't know (laughs) apple senpai please notice me (laughs) so yeah I know that last year they came out with a lot of, uh, like, tools that you can do as a developer on the App Store where you can, like, set, what is it called, like, A-B testing, where mm-hmm. you can have, like, multiple, not, versions. multiple versions of your app on the App Store so and then, like, use that sort of, like, gauge the public's uh, interest. Yeah, so it's the same app, but you can have, like, a red icon versus a blue icon mm-hmm. to see maybe the red icon scares people away and the blue icon welcomes them 
Yeah, uh, or vice versa. Or I vice mean, versa, like, yeah. I mean, like, I know in Asia, the color red, it's actually considered lucky. So maybe having an app with an, a red icon color... Like, all of a sudden, you have tons might of... Might attract more, more people. In exactly. So I know last year, they came out with tools like that, which I'm really interested in trying because, you know, I develop apps, and my apps aren't really getting noticed by anybody, you mm-hmm. know? I have like maybe what like a handful or so of people using my app, but it's not enough, right? Mm-hmm. So I like maybe more more like tools like that and more I guess like tutorials or lessons mm-hmm. in teaching like you know the little guys on how to be better at marketing their products would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So huh. cool. That's a good list. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just rambling most of the time. <laughs> well, I guess so. we'll find out in five hours or seven hours by the time it's done uh, <laughs> if uh, any of that came true. Uh, and then in Thursday's episode, we can go over what got announced. How's that? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Sounds good. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>